in this world. Is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Reserve Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 7, Chapters 36 through 40, Campfire of Dreams, and Parts 1 through 4 of The Battle for Doldry. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. That's one of like the metal growl right there. You got the... Oh, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. You gotta like bark like a dog and then that's the second step. You do the... Harnessing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what they really do is they just turn up their mic volume really loud, and then they're actually just singing really low. So they're not even really screaming when doing that. Uh, yeah, honestly, they're not even professionals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are not playing vocalists. Remember that about uh, Howard Stern, which is that the compression ratio had to be good because otherwise then you have to, he would blow his voice out because he'd feel like he would have to talk too loud right. into the mic. Mm. Um, like it wasn't just the volume. It's like you got to have the proper compression or something. Yeah. So. Because uh, I think proper that modulation, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> proper ovulation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ralph, R.I.P. Ralph yeah, from the fucking Howard Stern show. That's crazy. Um, he was a inspirational person. Yeah, uh, Howard Stern. <laughs> but I mean, Ralph. I mean, all the segments he did. Yeah, even up to to more recent times, he kind of was more just a caller would call in and do stuff. But um, for anyone who doesn't know, Ralph Sorella of the Howard Stern show passed away last week during a. A lymphoma procedure and uh yeah he was super funny and always enjoyed hearing him on the show yeah he was uh he was very because he was howard's stylist right his personal he was like yeah this like well howard yet did a whole big recap on him um but yeah in in the long run yeah he was just like howard's actual like best true friend Yeah, yeah yeah and then also yeah his stylist um and then he was just a guy who could like hang out so he became friends with celebrities uh, notorious stint with Sam Simon, the Simpsons creator. Yes. He would just like fly out here and like live with him for like a month at a time. <laughs> just yeah. Hang out Sam there too, which was always funny. From cancer too. I mean, technically yeah, Ralph yeah. passed away from the, the procedure, but from complications, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam Simon died young too. One of the, right, 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 the original right. Simpsons writers slash producers, I think back in the day. Some, some very problem. early on. Yeah. Not Matt, Gro- but Matt Groney was drawing and I think Sam Simon Grain, was, yeah, yeah. Graining was like the creator creator. And then, yeah. But, uh, also inside baseball, but, uh, I'm sure Matt, your old roommate, Matt is groaning right now. Cause he's probably jerking off for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Happy birthday to Matt. ding dong. Yes. <laughs> I don't think has ever listened to the show, but uh, if you do, happy birthday, Matt. Um, this show, speaking of this show, it's called No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast, not the Howard Stern recap. Recap. <laughs> and birthday wishes <laughs> others among Southern County. We're Orange County's top birthday wishers this year. <laughs> Going top down 10. the line from the phone book, Aaron A. Aronson, happy birthday. He's turning seven today. 
there was like a, uh, a, a segment <laughs> on like the the radio show i think it was like kiss fm where they did like top 10 like porn birthdays of the day or something i don't know wow. how that got through because like ryan seacrest was or no no sorry it was no it wasn't 102.7 it was a it was a rock show but oh, okay. yeah it's like wait how did they maybe yeah. yeah but uh i was like that's an interesting concept <laughs> those porn star birthdays yeah oh okay yeah. And they would like list like something they were known for, and it was always the weirdest titles. Right, (laughs) the decorator turns seventy-two today. Looks six (laughs) older than sixty-four. Um, his loads look not a day over a man half his age. (laughs) (laughs) He spread over a man half his age. Right, (laughs) the loads of three men be in his balls, brewed fresh hourly. Yeah, it's some ancient wizard, like, happy mm. birthday to ye. <laughs> uh, you know, ancient pirate wizard. <laughs> <laughs> ye be wishing ye's and all the magics I bestow upon ye. <laughs> uh, I guess I was channeling the old, um, the old creepy Riddler guy from uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail who mm. asked, uh, you know, uh, I'll ask you these questions three. Right, answer right. me these questions three. And then they all. Like the shaman guy or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like a, he's kind of like a Gwildor-esque dude right, from right. Uh, Masters of the Universe. But uh, <laughs> yeah, No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk <laughs> podcast. Uh, we are uh, covering a Campfire of Dreams as well as uh, parts one through four of the Battle for Doldry. Things are getting heated up here. We got, uh, we got Boscan in the house. We got um sha sha shark adon in the house <laughs> which i forget was because uh, i don't think he it's, it's that silly in the 97 anime when that scene happens oh, yeah. and it's really fucking silly and yeah, well, in general has i don't even know if he, he has, has a, he has a whole different shark yeah, armor. yeah. Oh, they're like, like where did yeah, you get this yeah, armor? Yeah, i don't think so i think he's just consistent with his old armor yes. but this one he comes out which would like make, a onesie yes which would make a lot more sense that he would just have his old armor but he's already been hit out with a an eye patch that's all that's his immediate like yeah. thing that he wants to do yeah. after getting fucked by his brother. I it's mean, got... <laughs> fucked over by his brother. It's right, got a right. wiffle ball uh, installed in that eye patch. Or <laughs> but I was saying, like Casca also is very animated. Like her whole yes. arc, because then she interacts with this dickhead. But then, like the whole uh, other scene before that, where her eyes are bulging and she gets all embarrassed. I was like, where what yeah. the hell where, is happening? Where Puck flies behind her, even like like to to she you know she has the goofy expression when he when Adon fake apologize, like begs for forgiveness from her yeah. and she's like, Bleh. and then like Puck is like flying behind her, you know, unbeknownst to her, I guess he's on a different timeline, but yeah. uh, whoa, got punching the mic here. But uh, yeah, this was a, um, uh, for such a serious battle, there is a lot of goofs in these uh, right, right, chapters, right. which I like a lot. I mean, this is like, I think mid nineties, uh, Berserk at this point, early mid nineties. And, uh, Artwork is really good overall. There's some weird, uh, extra long, again, more more length and curvature of of Guts's sword sometimes at various times. And the curvature is usually because he's moving; it's you know moving fast. But uh, mm. a lot of uh, when he's talking to Casca in the very beginning, it's uh, a very, it's very straight, very very long straight <laughs> yeah. weapon. But uh, and a classically chiseled chin and livered lips uh, yes. enemy as well. Oh, yes. Which I feel like is a trope in a lot of Japanese, like, animes and things like that. Like, uh, I think it's One Punch Man has the angel guy who's in prison who wants to, like, bang dudes the whole time. He has, like, that same, just, like, almost sad look with those giant lips. Yep. <laughs> the creepy old man. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, this isn't old. This is just, yeah, like a, a 40-something-year-old. 
Oh wow. Okay. Right. Uh, because that's what the general that the the purple rhino purple general. Rhino looks yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's he has, very yeah. common in, in yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh. Also, yeah. Boscone looks like Stallone in that one shot where it's like his face, where he's like, "Are you sure, General?" or something. <laughs> it's like super close up. Uh, would be a great part for Stallone. But uh, also, although technically now more. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson probably would play him in oh, adaptation. Yeah. So <laughs> this <laughs> is. Uh, I don't think we should be leaving uh, the Fortress of Doldry unprotected, General Gidden. This is but the I'm, other guy I was talking about from One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Who has like the same like? Yeah, the reverse. Talks like this is an anime. I know the exact voice you're talking about. Let's maybe pivot from that voice and talk about people with big lips in gibberish. Yes. Oh yeah. But yeah, we are. This, I mean, it's very pretty action-packed chapters. Definitely has some of the stuff that no matter even my favorite content like Berserk that I still get bored at, which is um, generals, war generals around the like strategy table uh, or, or in the council chamber of the king and talking about their plans for battle. That is always the most boring part of any piece of content I ever watch. I, it's like, yes. it's never interesting unless like, you know, one of them kills each other or something like that. Yeah. But, well, in this one, he's just find, fighting a horny battle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you framed these chapters which I love because it's so uh, it turns like the trope of like um, a king who's like, we'll do anything to save this princess, like fight a whole war and do all that. But it's like so <laughs> it's so turned on its head where it's like he will literally sacrifice his entire uh, fortress that they've had for over that they, they won for yeah, over 100 a years. Just to bang Griffith one more time. I think we all would. <laughs> like, fine wine. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? Oh, yeah. yeah. The burns I sustained that night still have never healed. Well, yeah. I was like, is that healthy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were they into like candle wax play yeah. or something? <laughs> Maybe pass something along. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, that's an interesting point, too, as we're talking uh, at a, a high level here, but going deep on these lips. Uh, what is it about? It's like there's something about uh, puffy lips or like a, a generally like a. Well, again, the livered lip. We had, I think, this discussion. Last yeah, time. like yeah. it's just so strange that like it, it's always very effective. Like somebody having a gross mouth can immediately turn your opinion of them to like, oh, God, they're gross or creepy or whatever. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, even just like. You know, the old in the 80s, you'd have like, oh, look at this attractive British woman. And then she like smiles and she's got all fucked up, you know, brown yeah, teeth yeah. or whatever. But uh, I guess it's like a sign of I don't know. I have no clue. But um, sign of being British. Oh, damn. I, th- <laughs> I think for like men, it's like a weird it's it's like because like puffy lips are like generally considered a, or classically like a feminine feature. So that when a dude, like a, a grizzled dude has them, it's kind of just off putting. There's like a weird uncanny. You feel like they're thing. swollen instead of like they could be big it's like no yes. it, they must be like fucked up in some way mm-hmm. yeah it's strange but um uh let's uh, uh let's i'll use my fucked up lips that have um 
what did he say? Petty, vulgar taste. I just like, I have petty, vulgar taste like general Kennan, uh, because I will always promote Ryan. Just like, (laughs) I will always promote Ryan's beautiful musical intro. Uh, he, I was going to say he sang it. He sang it on his violin. Uh, he played it. Steve produced it, uh, inspired by, uh, Susumu Hirasawa's sign Two. Susumu Hirasawa, of course, uh, famous, uh, especially for being the composer for pretty much all video berserk content that uh, is officially made. So, um, and uh, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Probing ancient aliens is Steve and my other podcast. We're using the same Twitch feed for now. Uh, we record every two weeks, every two Mondays around the seven o'clock Pacific hour. You can chat with us while we record our show. Uh, if you like our content, you can go to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for a uh, couple hundred, I think now podcasts, uh, extra podcasts from me and Steve. Uh, that is uh, adventurous ghosts where we cover the show ghost adventures in kind of uh, uh, not publication or in broadcast order. And uh, we're on season six of covering the hunky Zach Bagans and crew over there. And then probing deeper where we, Probe into all sorts of subjects with our hands and our peni. Um, See. And our mouths, our, our liver lippy mouths. But, peni um, is co- code for brain, by the way. They're not mentioning anything <laughs> correct. vulgar here. Yes. Our and pin- we're just hanging brain. Pineal yes. gland. Our pineal yes. gland, our third pineal eye. Pineal gland. Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our little shafted cyclops. The pineal gland. The pin- <laughs> pineal gland. Uh, we pineal. <laughs> the pineal gland. <laughs> Coming up on uh, one year since he uh, requested that we um, uh, uh, repair this rift, and he wanted to repair this rift uh, before he went on that surgery table to get his heart transplant. That was early February, and uh, still have not heard back from him, even though I, you know, wrote back. So, um, daddy issues abound with Berserk and with myself. <laughs> so, you get what you sign up for when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we ask you, little strugglers out there, to give us nice reviews, give us five star ratings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast service you enjoy. Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the biggest, of course. But uh, you can review us um, on those same uh podcatchers we had a review on spotify it was more just commenting on final fantasy 14 i must have brought it up on an episode but thank you for uh answering that cue on on spotify spotify does q a's uh, as opposed to reviews so uh thank you for that uh appreciate your listenership and i think that's it for housekeeping uh, yeah we have a segment called spill your guts here we ask each other Generally, just how are you doing? What are you watching? What kind of what kind of games you playing? Not not games with like a lover or anything. You know, not like these <laughs> uh, these stupid games. What was that? Uh, Chatty, don't Chris play Isaac no song games. or whatever. But uh, uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, even know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, or you know, Smash Mouth. Hey, now you're an all star. Is probably about a game, right? I think. Uh, yeah. Hey, now you're dead. But um, uh, how? Uh, <laughs> why don't you spill your guts? Old Stevie Poo. How does he spill? All right. All right. Uh, yes. Let's see. Playing nothing again quite yet. The new Mario Brothers is out. So that's on a Christmas mm. list. So waiting for that. Super Mario Wonder. Uh, which yes, they say yes, basically yes. is, and I've seen, you know, trailers and stuff. Uh, once you get that Wonder Flower, which is somewhere in every, epi- in every uh, episode, every <laughs> level, 
basically it's it's like Mario goes on an acid like a psychedelic trip. Oh, okay. So the level changes, like care, like things change shape, colors, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. It's pretty cool looking. Nice, nice. So you're excited uh, to get that under the tree. What's up? You're excited to get that under the tree. Under the tree, yes, yes, yes. So holding back from uh, making that purchase quite yet. Uh, last week I was in the East Coast uh, and visited yes. New York City for the very first time. <laughs> Uh, where I brought paste picante so I could show them all what real salsa is about and mm-hmm. how that's done. Um, people were pretty upset with me. <laughs> Someone broke a bottle over my head because uh, those paste picantes are solid glass and they come back at you pretty hot. <laughs> uh, no, but wandering around. Because <laughs> I did, I don't, I don't remember much of the trip. I did that yeah. second one in LaGuardia. <laughs> Right off the airplane. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. I remember uh, waking up in L.A. But, um, yeah, wandered around Times Square. I went to the Bandai Tamashi Nation's oh, nice. uh, pop-up store where I was able to acquire the exclusive, only available there, uh, Kid Goku, or Son Goku, uh, for, <laughs> for the uh, Go aforementioned. Son Goku. Isn't it Son Goku, right? That's it? Yeah. yeah. That's his like full uh, the tiny origin. one when yeah. he has a little tail and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they had a few exclusives there and just some, some other stuff. So that was cool. Got that for the aforementioned Ding Dong Bundy because he still collects the DBZs. Yes. Uh, used to be Bluefin uh, who brought those in. So everyone would call them Bluefin items. Oh, okay. But uh, now it's just Bandai Namco. Tamashi Nations. Everything in Japan is a million goddamn names to oh, yes. say exactly who's making it and what's going on. But uh, yes, that was nice. I uh, had a New York bagel, which was good. Uh, and a slice of old pizza pie, which was also pretty tasty because they had that, uh, what was it? You said it and Sterling said it too. I'm going to say it wrong. Somali flour. Semolina Yeah, well, it was wild because all the food people who are picking up stuff are of some sort of Somali or you know African descent. Yes, they are uh, like radical. as a country, not Africa. <laughs> but I don't know which country they're from. But yes. they all literally just run up to the windows and are just like jamming their phones in the servers' faces, <laughs> just waiting there. And then they go, okay, the name, and then they just like throw on the item, and they all are like riding these like motorcycles around and. They're all raining, so they, it was weird. They all had like the same gear on, but they don't yes. work together. Yeah, uh, uh, this was Steve's first time in New York City. I don't yes. know if you said that at the top, but yeah, uh, yeah, very yeah. different uh, service worker crowd on mm-hmm. the East Coast in general, but especially in New York. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then yeah, just been uh, hanging out and whatnot. Yeah, just kind of chilled out this last weekend because we hadn't been. Home or not had people over for probably like three or four weeks. So oh, that's yeah, right, just yeah. soak that up. But um, yeah, how are you uh, spilling over there, Brian? Oh, I'm gutsing just fine. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I uh, actually he recently added, he added to the cup already. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Where's, you come in the house, you fill the cup. Oh, what that is? Yes. <laughs> Deli container full of about forty percent full of thick white creamy substance and the winner or loser depending how you want to say it is the one who overfills the cup and then has to down the cup yes uh, uh. <laughs> no, no waste it's like a waste. weird hot potato <laughs> uh, sour cream all right uh so yeah i actually recently watched um what's it Andor. uh oh nice. just kind of binged it um it was kind of a breath of fresh air considering all the weird star wars stuff that's come out recently yeah 
um recently by, by i mean like boba fett stuff and mm-hmm. kenobi stuff i didn't actually watch ahsoka i heard it was also kind of mid and eh. yeah uh so yeah but andor was fun um well not fun. <laughs> i guess that's not really the way to describe <laughs> it but like i came into it expecting it to be like dark and uh just all dark and stuff and dark and, <laughs> and not very you know peppy star warsy right. um which i do like star wars for its funny stuff sometimes yeah. but uh, this was it just felt like it was good writing and someone uh, I think I, I watched some video and someone described it best saying uh, it felt like they told a good story that was set in the Star Wars universe yes. versus saying hey we're Star Wars look at all these things that right. are Star Wars and then we'll probably have a story in there somewhere exactly. which is yeah. how the kind of the other shows felt yes um, so yeah the, because the thing is in Andor you none of these characters are cameos like they're they're right. all just random nobodies like the main character is of course from Rogue One but right right nobody knew who he was when he was in rogue one right. so it's like uh yeah it, it was good um i would recommend if you yeah. like star warsy things but don't want to deal with some bs yeah you can just you can just watch it and be okay with it and be yeah. you know it, they, tell, they tell you where it is in the timeline if you even care but it doesn't really matter but uh i might my, my only criticism of it was um it probably could have been a couple episodes shorter uh, the pacing was a little slow at times, but not in like, it wasn't like boring. It was like looking back on it. I was like, Oh, they could have gotten here a lot quicker and whatever too. Like the yeah. prison, the prison stuff was cool, but probably could have lopped one episode off of the whole prison <laughs> arc, like the last third of it. But yeah. And also the entire second half of the series Andor has maybe like 10 lines, like everything's just happening around him. And then, uh, Oh, you mean him Cassian himself? Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, he, it's, it becomes yeah, more than just no, him. the entire series is just like, a. Yeah, fucking, it's like, I think they uh, had more than that. It's but. like a Cormac McCarthy <laughs> fucking book or movie or something, but just all staring at each other yeah, menacingly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, Golem was in there and he, he helped him out in the end. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. his fucking real name? I always forget his uh, real name. I, I forgot too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's, he, they grayed his hair a little bit. Uh, yeah. They, but he's, he's great. He's one of the, yeah, he's yeah. a standout in yeah. In that series. Andy Circus. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Also been um, playing recently some Legends of Runeterra, which probably nobody knows what the fuck that nope. is, but people probably do know what <laughs> Legends of, of Runeterra, but people do know what League of Legends is. Uh, oh yeah, they have that single player and mode now, They right? have, well, it's a card game oh, God. set in the ah. same universe. Mm. Uh, so is think it digital or physical think, cards? It's digital. Exclusively okay. meant for digital. Um, unlike Magic or uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! or anything like that, but kind of similar. Yeah, so like they can do things there that they would not get away with in physical cards. Right. Uh, Yeah, so shout out to Legends of Runeterra because it exists (laughs) and people probably don't know what the fuck that is, but it's, uh, yeah, I I feel like the developers there, they're working hard, they're they're listening to people. Oh, right, uh, right. Games like they were, you know, League of Legends was starting to slowly, slowly tank didn't and they, they make another card game there was a game out because magic online copied a lot of it what the fuck was uh, it uh, everyone no, would play Blizzard made hearthstone or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hearthstone hearthstone <laughs> yeah hearthstone yes, yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah hearthstone's blizzard uh yeah. riot yeah, okay. games makes um league of legends and it yeah. was the only thing it made for a long time yeah which and, is they, uh, they were so happy once they were able to finally say they were called Riot Games and right, not just yeah. have that one because they have now like they have a board game they have a, a you know a show they have yeah. Arcane very yeah good, very successful show yeah uh, and yeah so 
I really liked the characters in the world of League of Legends, but I hated the fucking community <laughs> because it was toxic as all hell. Yeah. And even trying to teach new people who would be all like wide eyed and bushy or bright eyed right. and bushy tailed. <laughs> but like, wow, this looks so cool. And then they get in their first game and they get called like yeah. terrible names yeah, in the yeah. first few seconds. They're right. like, you know, people talking about, about this the one. size of their lips and their yep. humble <laughs> voice. And, yep. <laughs> and also, I for years, I don't nobody that I knew that had played it could or would even explain what kind of game it was like they yeah like i don't even i still i've seen videos of it where it's like an isometric top-down thing where you're kind of you have a party of like characters starcraft like, kind of but it's not yeah. just strategy it's, it's more of uh, like a it's like a it's like everyone's fucking clicking like fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. right and, they're mining uh, for gold Right. Uh, yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah. There's no resource gathering. It's all no, just that's fighting, definitely Starcraft. Right? What yeah. you're thinking of? No, but, I'm sure. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, no, yeah. When I when I saw League of Legends first, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like in any of the videos, it, yeah. like there were just a bunch of abilities and shit going on, and it was hard to follow. Like even if you if you watch like a sports game, it makes sense. Like you you see what's going on. You see the ball in League of Legends. You're like. What even is that character? Where is that character on the screen right, right now? It's yes. everything is just exploding. And yes. <laughs> but like after, you know, you know, start to learn for like years, you can be somewhat decent at the game. That sounds and, awesome. Uh, yeah. If you play <laughs> this game for years, you can be. Somewhat I, I'm actually someday. not exaggerating. Like, <laughs> no, you, yeah. you, it takes years to yeah. even be somewhat competent. And it's one is... of those games like people are still fucking playing Counter-Strike, yeah. like oh, yeah. which people were playing. Yeah. In my senior year of high in school, the cyber cafe, computer yeah. class, like uh, it was like yeah, like it was like I watched people almost too. die because that game and some others were when cyber cafes had their boom and around here, yeah, yeah, all the the Vietnamese gangs ran those things or would get pissed off, so it would always be like stabbings and shit happening inside of them. Um, but the one here in Costa Mesa, my friend would ma- do the hack and make his skin so he looked like the enemy and just run up so they wouldn't shoot him and then just kill everyone and then you would see people going up and down the aisles looking at everyone's screen trying to fucking find it or sterling who went by grizzly gooch as his handle because again you're sitting in the cyber cafe with all these dumb nerds he's like actually just straight up owning them and they're like who the fuck is grizzly gooch and he's cheating he's cheating and just like running around trying to look at your screen and like sterling and i are big guys so it's like just get the fuck out of here like <laughs> yeah those cyber cafe days were some of the best i'd go and freaking play oh yeah yeah until from like seven to like two or three in the morning straight that was a good game i i i it was yeah, like yeah. Cool. yeah well they had a uh gas station across the street so we'd go get the big uh gatorades from the uh not the vending machine but from the straight from the tap so they have the big like big gold or whatever you gotta keep your energy up for those oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) real gamer hours oh yeah athletes but uh (laughs) yeah would not necessarily recommend league of legends to anybody uh the show is great and if you like card games legends of runeterra is fun uh but uh yeah been playing that and just watching some shows uh, I still need to, you know, catch up on free run, but I, uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I have not clicked on the link yet, but there's some, there's some meme about her just saying like, kill yourself to someone. Mm. And I feel like I can't wait to get to that yeah. part, but you know, we'll see how that works. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's how I've been, uh, guts and, uh, how are you spilling? Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, like I said, I'm 40% filled up in this deli yeah. container, so yeah. Uh, it's going to be pretty crazy when it's full. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it, but I got a lot of plans 
Uh, are you guys notes. aware of like the jar, the jar thing? Yes. Okay. People that that's even a meme on yeah, one of the sacred symbols, of the PlayStation podcast I listen to, one of the guys is like a collector and he he will troll people being like, you know, he's like, Yeah, just you know, one for myself, one for the jar. Uh, <laughs> do you know what that is, Steve? So one for putting putting a an anime figure, you know, like usually a big titty anime girl or whatever. Um, they will put uh the figure into a jar. And then proceed to ejaculate into the jar for a long yeah. time until it is submerged. As they should. Yeah. 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 Kind of like when they put statues at the bottom of like the ocean first for divers to find. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Some I mean, someday it'll be like Pompeii and people will find these jars and and uh it'll be Chris you know, they'll be they'll be uh the semen will be crystallized like, like amber, like in Jurassic Park, you know, and the little right, thing right, will right. be in there. And the classic will... Jurassic Park song yeah, yeah. <laughs> from, <laughs> from Bastille or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm spilling okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, I just uh, today finished my last couple hours for almost a month. Uh, I am completely off, so my internship is on a little break. School is on a break until the second week of January. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, Yay! Wrapping lots of Christmas presents. I'm the I'm the rapper in the house. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, got a box and some ribbons. I got to wrap it up so I can be <laughs> giving the gifts to the people in my life. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite thing growing up in school was that whenever we had to write a rap for a school thing, my mom would Never had to do like, that. <laughs> oh, this is this is my time to shine. And she'd be like, I love the Beastie Boys. Therefore, I have <sighs> knowledge of all rap. Mm. And <laughs> every time... Like I had to do this. Uh, what was it the fucking some theorem in in uh, algebra mm. <laughs> and like make it a rap? And then she like she helps me. Like she's like, oh yeah, this is how they do it in the rap world. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mind you, my mother is a tried and true Irish woman of mm-hmm. red hair, yeah. <laughs> pale skin, and green eyes, <laughs> and knows the Beastie Boys. That's it. her extent of her yeah. knowledge. Uh, you know, all the, all the best to her. But, Rap is all uh, about one thing, Ryan, about sabotage. Okay. <laughs> it, it was, it was very much that kind of like, 1970s, like the original rap songs. And then like, even at that time, I was like, this is not it. Like I was in elementary school. I'm like, this is, there's can't be right. Rap is supposed to be cool. This is not cool. Pino, Pino would imitate all rap as, Kiss my ass, smoke some grass. It would just be those two, <laughs> two lines over and over. Right, right. Eat some ass. Wait, no. As if, the... as if any rapper from, I don't know, past the seventies called it grass. Right, right. Called right. weed grass, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm rapping. No, rapid presents. Uh, the holidays are coming up. Uh, my my and my wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon too. Wow. And um, uh, towards the uh, right towards the right before Christmas next week, uh, right? Or later yeah. next or after? No. Yes, we're combining. We're combining uh, what has become kind of a like a pre-holiday party, uh, where where uh, Thick Nick, uh, my brother-in-law, will do a like a trivia game of some kind. So it's like a fun little activity, you know, pre-Christmas party thing um, that's usually like like halfway through the month. Uh, but we're just going to do our birthday for that as well. But. Um, uh, I am currently playing uh, something that a listener recommended a few episodes ago, uh, Lords of the Fallen, which is a mm. uh, a, a weird like sequel slash reboot of an early PS4 game called 
Lords of the Fallen. They don't, they didn't change it. This is just like Lords of the Fallen 2023. Uh, that game had like a cult following, but was kind of like mid in a lot of ways. And it is uh, a Soulsborne clone. So it's another one of those. But let me tell you, that listener was right, uh, was very correct, uh, because it, having played a few, you know, finished Elden Ring, I played most of Bloodborne. Uh, this game definitely plays like it's actually fun to play and move like it's uh your character moves quickly you can still like you know it's it's very much a shameless clone of those and the systems and the way you level up and all that stuff uh which is a very like, kind of addicting and satisfying um you know it's very very difficult enemies even the even the ma- the basic enemies you know can fucking kill you in a few hits especially early on so you have to be very careful you have to be very deliberate um but uh the way that the, the movement the physics in this game feel like how I want the physics in FromSoft games to feel because FromSoft games, I haven't played Sekiro, which Ryan's played, but oh, yeah. um, which, you know, you have like a grappling hook and all that stuff. But, uh, and that's much, that game's much more about dynamic movement, but yes. the typical, like even with Bloodborne's kind of, you know, counterattack system um, to be more aggressive, it's still very clunky and slow. Like, and it's, and it's, so it's very stiff and rigid feeling. Um, that's why they call it the, um, Bigukaku uh, physics system in Japan um, at that development studio because it's supposed to be like a hard penis. It's very stiff and rigid. But um, also, I just realized a lot of people were like raving about like, oh, it's so cool that in Elden Ring you can jump finally. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can do that in Sekiro. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Yeah. That was possible. Right. And yeah. the jump is like, meh, it's like a little fucking yeah. duck hop or something. It's not that cool. But um, I loved Elden Ring. But like, FromSoft games, I I like for the exploration, like, because uh, they just don't ever feel good. But like Lord of the Fallen, uh, it takes ranged combat, even if you're not you're like a, not a magic user. Like it takes a bow and arrow and makes it like a viable build, even too, because bows and arrows are kind of an afterthought in a lot of the FromSoft games. But, mm. um, but uh, you actually move with like physicality and like you can. You can be quick, but then the enemies are quicker too than in the, you know, from other FromSoft games. So, um, but it's still when you're fighting has that you still have to be deliberate and all that stuff. It just doesn't feel like you're walking through fucking mud all the time. So hmm. even, even when you're playing like a light dexterity build character in a FromSoft game who can like, you know, dodge really fast and stuff, it still feels fucking clunky. And like the anim feels like the animations like all have to play out completely to do something. And um, you know what game feels like you're really walking through mud? Monster Hunter. Oh yes, yeah, like, yeah. That turned I, me off to it a long time ago. I like the game. Mm-hmm. I have not finished it. I, I'm talking about like World, for example. I, yeah. I haven't really played the other ones. Um, but I, the first thing I noticed is like I, I like to play characters that are fast, they're yeah. flashy, and it felt like I was, I was like, okay, well, where's the run button? It's like, no, this is the run button. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're going at full speed, and then like the, most of the weapons take like ten years to like power up so they yes. can actually hit the guy. Yes. <laughs> which I mean, the concept of Monster Hunter is great. I ended up yeah. playing like a glaive build, and for those who know, it's like mm. the one where you can kick off of it off the ground and just be like flying through the air and like hitting people while spinning it around. It's kind of fun. Yeah. But like the normal weapons are all just very like, all right. boom. Yeah. They treat the, the, these, like these games, they all treat uh, any two handed weapon. Like it is a 40 pound baseball bat that you're swinging around. Like there's, there's no like, and monster Hunter, that's true. It's these weapons. are It's a, it's a guts fucking size sword. Like the long swords are ridiculous. The size of the body or more, but, but yeah, um, the cool thing about Lords of the Fallen 2 is, is uh, that uh, the like 
cute system that it has is you carry around this umbral lamp. It's this lantern. That's what, you know, allows you to never die. You can, you know, you go to the umbral realm, which is like, but it's fucking cool because it's literally, literally everywhere in the game. You can fucking hold this lamp up. You can either hold it up and get a glimpse of what is on the, the land the of the dead down. kind of, it pretty much yeah. is, uh, but, uh, and, or you can straight up just switch over to that because there's different, like there's different walkways and bridges. Like sometimes you're like stuck. You're like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? And you can shine your lamp around. And there's this whole like spinal corn bridge of like disgusting rotted flesh and whatever. It's and, like uh, uh, switching to R2D2 in uh, Lego star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. First thing I thought, uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but it's a really cool, it adds a really cool little, like, so if you die, you don't, you almost get like two chances because you go to the umbral realm where enemies can still attack you. But now there's like, like fucking evil shadow dead thing and like spiritual enemies too in there. So do so, you have to like fight your way out of it to live again? You, you, or yeah, or? You, you can make it to these little effigies that you go back out from umbral again. So, okay. Uh, it's a really so cool like little the gulag in, <laughs> yes, yeah, in yeah, war zone. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's familiar yes. with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, I mean that, that listener, I can't remember his, his screen name. Sorry, but uh he was right. Super fun. Uh, it was on sale too. It was like thirty bucks off for like the deluxe edition, which I usually don't buy those anyway. But, That's um, cool. but uh, yeah, it's like it's really fun. Like the it's very hard and whatever. But like the bosses are are very challenging. But like I find I found them to I find them to be less cheap than a lot of like Elden Ring bosses were. Because um, Elden Ring, they knew that you could go around and level up a lot and grind, so they made some of the bosses fucking insanely annoying and difficult. But um, also, fuck the last boss in Elden Ring. It's like it's what I fucking hate when games are like, here's all of these kind of archetypes of bosses, and they all kind of mix and match little elements of those, and then they're like, oh, here's a boss that he's hard because you can never hit him because he flies around for like thirty seconds at a time, so it's just really boring. Like you just have to like just waiting run, for run. the yeah the the hack to happen yeah you wait for him to land you have to hopefully run over to him quick enough that you can get a couple hits in and avoid his fucking you know one hit kills and it's like this isn't fun all the other fucking boss fights were very dynamic like you were always in the mix they were you know very aggressive all that stuff mm -hmm. but um so far i have not called any other players in to help me beat any bosses which i'm very proud of so far too but very cool. uh because you, you can, can do that in uh umbral place too or yeah or? like like in front it's it's like in a lot of these soulsborn clones where like outside of the boss room there'll be some sort of little system that you can call other players or yeah. or like an elden ring you can fucking do the um finger someone yes exactly yeah no you can the, the, there was the um fingers yeah you, the you slime there's like a, there's an enemy that you can get like the little um ashes of war you know skill for and you oh. can like create a clone of yourself oh. and so then, then it's not an online it's an ai controlled character but it's nice you know it gets the aggro off of you from the boss i can use that term because that's I'm, true you know, playing the game. but uh yeah it's super fun definitely gonna be uh playing it more it's also like more just kind of more fun to explore not more fun than eldering because eldering's open world but like the because there's a whole other side to every single area you're in mm -hmm. it's like kind of like it's very dense and rich which is interesting so and they don't fucking like the characters that you talk to actually aren't just like weird stint stilted psychopaths that just say like three random things when you keep talking to them it's they actually seem like human beings that have like a, a role to play in the world or whatever um but uh which you know is part of the charm of those from soft games sometimes you, you go up to a fucking window in bloodborne and some lady's just going like coughing and saying like oh the great one made me cough and then you're supposed to 
You're supposed to somehow know, oh, I get these 17 items and I turn it into this thing and I go give it to her and she gives me a fucking ring or something. It's like, that's yeah. kind of, it's it's like some of the shit in the, in the FromSoft games is way too obscure to be like interesting. But, um, but I'm talking so long about it, but I mean, yeah, the, the Berserk, uh, the inspiration from FromSoft games, which are inspired by Berserk, still very big. Um, the, the, uh, Lots of big swords. You can still do great swords and stuff like that, which are very, very gutsy and stuff. But um, uh, also kind of interesting too is like when you're in the umbral realm, those like demonic spiritual enemies they can just spawn forever, basically, which is very much like you know the branded people who you mm. know turn to nighttime and they uh, they're they always don't really die. They're always coming. They on come you. back on Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, nothing else super interesting. I just finished the main part of this bookcase uh, that is behind us. Uh, and uh, so thank you again, Steve, for all of your tools, because it would have been no problem. much more expensive to do this and much more <laughs> stressful the timing if I had to go like rent a saw and do all my cuts in like a day or two. But right. um, but yeah, going to get the little, uh, the little foldable desk milled uh, at Ganal Lumber sometime this week. And then... Uh, we're going to order the ladder that I will then install to the rolling ladder. So, uh, and then you'll never see it again on this camera because I'll be facing the other way. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a little segment here called the four sentence summary, which I ripped off from the five sentence summary from a great podcast called just King things, which is a Stephen King podcast. And they describe the Stephen King novel in five sentences off the cuff. They're not looking through Wikipedia or anything. Uh, and because this is a comic book, we're doing it in four. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to completely rip off the actual name, too. But is it my turn this time? Uh, I went last time. And I think you I don't went, know if there was an order. You know? Yeah. Joey and, and Steve. I was expecting to do it this time, Steve. but you can go for <laughs> it, man. You do it. If you want to go, you can. <laughs> I feel like it's Ryan's. I feel okay. like it might be my okay. turn. Okay. All right. But, yeah, uh, that is a big weight off my shoulders. <laughs> it's the most stressful part of the podcast all day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to let go stress rebuke <laughs> me for nothing. I'm doing it. Okay. Uh, all right. Sentence one. Uh, okay. So guts is out here. Period. Next sentence. Oh, he out here. <laughs> guts is out here. Yeah. In the stars, talking to Casca. Wow. And uh, he's saying some philosophical things that come to his mind. Very uh, anti-guts, should I, should I say. <laughs> um, but she finds out that he ends up wanting to leave the Band of the Hawk, ultimately. Period. Second sentence. Uh, he, uh, he, he wore now. <laughs> Big war. That's pretty much big it. much war. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Griffith and Co. Uh, decide that they will follow this nasty ass king uh, <laughs> to the ends of the earth and take out those purple uh, fuckers. Period. <laughs> third, third sentence. Uh, big rhino guys out here as well. Um, and Griffith seems completely calm and collected. But Casca's a little worried because the enemy they're going against is none other than uh, Liver Face McGee. Uh, and that could be a problem. <laughs> so they all start fighting and uh, Griffith hatches his ma uh, master plan. Fourth 
sentence. Like a hawk would, it would hatch it. As he, <laughs> as Griffith's army retreats, uh, the big man himself comes out into the battlefield and says, let's get him. And Casca says, all right, all according to my plan, let's go beat up Shark Boy and uh, call it a day. And that's pretty much it. Period. <laughs> very, uh, very Ooh. like um, high level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> very a very dad style energy take, which is yeah. good. Fun. Um, but I don't uh, know. These two fuckers started time, going though. off, and uh, she, you know, she didn't cry this time, right. didn't bleed out, and whatever. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's like a lot. I mean, not a lot happens. I mean, well, a decent amount happens, but it's a it's a lot. Of the, bat, the battle for Doldry is just that it is mostly um, war dialogues around the battle. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So Not it moves a lot pretty of, quick. Yeah. Uh, Campfire of Dreams, the first chapter um, is. Yeah, it's really just uh, Casca and Guts, you know, waxing yeah. a little philosophical. Also realizing that they um, they're realizing that they like spending time with each other that like they seem to like even you yeah. know guts is like he's like huh like he i say it a little in a little bit but he's like kind of toxic males out after doing all this philosophical talking and this existential stuff um he's like huh why the fuck do i keep talking why am i rambling like this to you huh that's stupid we'll see you later and then yeah, and of all people <laughs> why am i talking to you yeah. and she's like yeah same back to you yeah, and he's it's like, like he's like pathetic and she's like oh back at you but she has this little yeah, you know they're like smile. oh i'm breaking him down i'm getting broke down <laughs> we are breaking, breaking down uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah i mean un, uh, i mean guts even says what a nice view like very romanticized kind of in both senses like I think he's he's feeling more feelings because he feels like he can be vulnerable more and more with Casca. He doesn't quite understand why yet, but um, as he says, like, why am I saying all this stuff to you? But <laughs> Casca definitely will remember this. <laughs> uh, why do I have this jar? <laughs> Wait, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, where'd this little figurine of Casca come? Why am I showing Casca herself? <laughs> yeah, Weird. I whittled this myself. <laughs> Yeah, I jerked off my widow penis. We call this, we call this the hundred man jar. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, and he's very OCD. So the jar before he had the hundred men deposit, yeah. he had to like really estimate if the jar would be the exact right amount for a hundred random men's loads. Right. And he's been doing this for years. Well, and then time. compensating for the wooden figurine because that's going to displace a certain amount of volume. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of so people don't like, think about that. <laughs> Yes, displacement. Uh, according yes. according to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which I also watched. I didn't say that. Directly. Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, uh, it's the the uh, the um, the Greek, you know, mathematician Archimedes is a part of it, and uh, you'll also know it from my other show, Steve. Uh, it all sent. It's not a spoiler. It all centers around the Antikythera device, the, that computer that was found mm. in ancient oh, right, Greek right. or Roman uh, ship under the water, but. Um, Archimedes was one of his favorite thing. He was obsessed with water displacement and the ratios yeah. and stuff like it's that. A big thing, but yeah. um, <laughs> get ratioed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to bail on this fucking bit because I was going to say yeah. he destroys the jar if it doesn't fit because he's OCD, and then he has to make a new jar in the hopes that those the next hundred men it will fill it perfectly right with <laughs> the displaced figurine in there. So, um, but uh, but yeah, he he uh, he even the way that like like you're kind of seeing things through Costco and guts eyes. And it's very like the way that like Costco's drawn on that first page where she has the little campfire lights behind her. It looks like it's kind of through guts eyes and 
She looks like extra beautiful. She looks very, I mean, she also is finally just like smiling at him and not about to go punch him in the face and say that, you know, he fucked over the band of the Hawk or Griffith's plans or something. She so. doesn't look dead inside either. Like her, uh, yes. you know, her past origin arc. Right. Trying thing. to, trying to be the super strong, you know, whatever general captain, whatever commander, whatever rank she is. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, guts, guts, like Brian was saying, uh, in his intro in the four sentence summary that guts reveals that he, uh, he kind of doesn't, um, he, he, he is longing to have his own sense of purpose, right? He's, he's kind of wanting something more than just swinging his sword around. And, uh, he even says like, Hey, what you and Griffith are doing is way more important than me even killing a hundred men on my own. That was just me doing my thing. But ultimately, ultimately I just live too much in the present and don't really have any plans or dreams or anything. And And in fact, he, he actually says like the reason why I was probably able to kill those hundred men is because I figured, Hey, I mean, this isn't really anything compared to you guys. So I may as well do it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which is like a crazy thing to say because it's a fucking, it's a hundred dudes. Like what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and he even opens, he even opens up about daddy issues. He says, Hey, the fucking mercenary leader that raised me, all he taught me how to do was fight. Like, I don't really know how to do anything else. And it's, it's time for me to go do that. Right. And yeah. Yeah. He just is like, everyone has a purpose. I have no purpose. Uh, porpoise. I was just going to (laughs) say, some people have a porpoise. Um, but, uh, some people have a poor puss, Um, (laughs) but, uh, a cat who has no money or, or, you know, vagina that's totally beaten up from rough sex. But, um, anyway, uh, but yeah, he's, and now he's like, what a nice view. He starts talking about how, when I look at those campfires, it's almost as if they're each individual person's little dream, like little hopes and dreams representing them. But also says like, um, uh, he's like, Hey, you know, Gaston, uh, you know, super hung for, you know, pretty good lay, you know, no, he says, you know, Gaston Eats five dozen eggs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, you know, Gaston, like, Hey, yeah, he, he wants to go open up a shop or whatever when he's done fighting. He doesn't really want to keep fighting forever. You know, this other guy, he wants to marry this chick, but, uh, he's too low ranking, for her so he wants to get promoted and then ask yep. her again and uh and talk and he, but he's saying like those are all kind of like you know uh unreachable goals even for a lot of these guys which is you know it's kind of this weird bittersweet take on it and, and then i can't remember correct me if i'm wrong if it's if it's he or casca but i think he says but everyone's little fires down there are just going to get swept up or thrown into the bigger yeah. bonfire that is Griffith's dream, you know. So. Yeah, that's that's him, and it's it's the, this very cool shot of like just the perfect Griffith, but like his hair is becoming flames, right? And then just like a phoenix rising, staring right at you. Yes, that's that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, and and another one, by the way, I like to point this out whenever Griffith's hair kind of just doesn't have defining lines, because um, it's I don't know it it feels like this kind of innocence for him because that was very present when he was like young Griffith stuff with guts. But this is like, this is like the illusion of innocent young Griffith. But then you look at his eyes and his face, his expression in that shot. It's, it's very, you know, ambitious. I'm going to kill everyone in my way kind of thing. Um, So very, and could our, could our, again, I don't know if Mira Sama knew this at the time, but foreshadowing some sort of, ascension some glowing kind of ascension of griffith in the future too yeah Uh, because like you said steve yeah very phoenix like and uh you know there's again the hawk fucking metaphor and the imagery and that stuff that's constantly associated um you know all the the shining white birds they're not always hawks but like those almost like 
ironically, they they're probably usually like white doves that are associated with peace, even though Griffith. That's is what a, you usually look at them, but then you know, you know they're hawks because of yeah. like the Griffith thing. Also, that that same panel, like Guts's expression, is very weird here because yeah. it, I mean, I guess you could say that he's just saying like, "Well, man, I'm I'm like tired of doing this for." somebody else yeah. but it's this very foreboding like ominous shot of him he looks like kind of like oh shit this guy is going to you know be a problem in my future right but like it, he would not know that right now yeah. you know but it's again it's it's very cool foreshadowing it's yeah i kind of took it at his expression is like this is like shit is re- getting very real with griffith and his ambition you know like he's he's yeah. gonna be ascending he's gonna keep winning stuff um, and also, I think, too, as he's thinking about this, it's it's a tough decision for Guts to be like, I'm going to leave this group that has been um, my family for the last, you know, whatever, three years or whatever it is, too. So it's just like a very it's a very like serious um, yeah. conversation, which then, of course, grim. is just, you know, yeah, grim. grim there. That's a perfect, grim. perfect uh, word. So my flame ain't here, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Great yeah. line where he's like, I, I think sometimes maybe I'm just warming myself by this fire. Yeah. Um, and uh, which I really love that uh, imagery. But um, and then, yeah, like right when um, uh, he starts like walking away and whatever. And then uh, Casca's like, oh, sh-, like the pieces all f- start fitting together. She goes, wait, are you fucking leaving? Like, are you planning on leaving? Right. And then Rip, Rippin and Pickert uh, come over. Pippin and Rickert come over and interrupt. What about second breakfast? And, uh, <laughs> uh, and they're they're yelling. They're like, hey, Griffith's back. Griffith Sue is back to mm-hmm. celebrate with us. It's a jar. <laughs> <laughs> come on. We only got 17 more guys that need to fill it. Gaston, we need an edgelord here. Who's the edgelord to control the volume? Displacement's very important. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, hey, if you get to that 99th guy... And you got to have you know at least a handful of guys edging them in. Yeah. Oh yeah, really big load to finish it off. You well, know? and sometimes Empire you see those pre drips <laughs> to really top it off, but not the full. You can really full control, moon. do a little chip damage there, and whittle yeah, away yeah. at it. And do a little, whittle penis, and yeah. then you know chip, <laughs> chip drips. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, 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 so they come in. Oh yeah, welcome. Griffith, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Griffith is heralded yes, back in the right. camp. Casca. <laughs> is fucking rambling like an idiot apologizing for all the ways that she's thinking that's what i was like she's up. silly in this and then has another silly role with that other dickhead like she is drawn all whacked she's out so of her silly. mind and, well i mean and when guts literally smacks her ass to shove her forward into griffith's arm well, that's what yeah i'm like she's either <laughs> farting into his wiener or showing his bone <laughs> that's what i thought that she was farting into his wiener yeah yeah um, that's what i figured yeah. mira was yeah. thinking when he drew that but, uh, and, and uh, guts was kind of trying to capture it in his hand yes. to sell it later on. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, he was wafting up to get a, yes. a little taste. And then uh, a family member recently um, purchased jars referred to, refer, <laughs> refer to only fans as my fans only. Oh God. <laughs> what? Classic dad movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, a little presumptuous. Yeah, put it up on, my, on her, my fans only. Um, <laughs> but, I didn't know your uh, sister was a father. Very formal <laughs> way to say <laughs> also talking uh, about that that shot where uh casca gets like shoved into griffith yeah, rumped it, into him. i don't know why it reminded me of like a charlie brown kind of like scream or something yes <laughs> like, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. her hair yeah. goes extra pixie yeah the side round <laughs> head of charlie yeah. yeah like she got electrocuted or something yeah. her hair is all like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and yeah and uh griffith well also like it also shows like guts still even though they're he's feeling something he doesn't really know what it is for casca 
um, probably just happy at this point to be friendly with her, right? But he still, he knows that she is has classically been obsessed with Griffith. She had this whole, you know, huge conversation the last few chapters that we covered about how she's obsessed with Griffith and his dream and all that stuff. So he's trying to like, hey, go on, like go with him, right? Like kind of thing. Yeah. Get and, over yourself. Also, and, the the Japanese text there, it actually translates to supan, like almost like spank. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. <laughs> it, like it actually <laughs> is very similar to the yeah. sound we would make. So, yeah. Um, and but, then she's asking someone to jerk. Yeah. <laughs> spank? <laughs> jerk? <laughs> and Griffith just looks at her and goes, oh, welcome back, you know, very cheerfully. And, um, uh, you know, he doesn't care. He's, he's glad they're okay. Uh, I think Judo at some point soon or whatever goes, oh, yeah, Griffith actually came back a day early because he heard you guys were were healing up back at camp. So yeah, he advanced his schedule. Yes, day. there we go. Um, is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to advance my schedule here. Uh, I'm going to come quicker than I wanted yeah. to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Changing plans. Yeah. Itinerary update. Beginning of the battle. <laughs> or the jar. <laughs> um, it is it is cool, though, because uh, Guts, he goes off with Gaston for a drink. And it's the first time that uh, we get a shot of Casca. She's actually looking at Guts longingly now while Griffith is next to her. And it reminds me of the meme where the girlfriend is walking with the boyfriend and he's going, ooh, looking at right. someone else. <laughs> yes. And the girlfriend's all pissed off and Griffith's not pissed, but he's like, he's like trying to get her attention almost, which is really funny that they drew him even really caring about like being back. And uh, mm. but yeah, Casca is very much it's like her attention is starting to switch over to guts when he's not there so well like um, the also the idea the drastic idea of like oh yeah i kind of have been pissed off at this guy for so long but i never even thought that he would just be gone someday right yeah like yeah. i i never even like reconciled my actual feelings sort of because i'm just treating him like shit on purpose right. because i feel like it and i can yeah and i was like well oh wait no now all of a sudden the power is or the ball is in his court right and I don't know what to, I don't know how to process that. And she might even be like beginning to wonder about his balls and the shape of them and what kind of court they could fit into and things like that too. So yes. uh, could they fit in a courtly pant pantaloons or do they have to be free swinging because they're very large and, um, you know, they'll tighten up on their own during battle. It's fine. That's just natural. Um, they didn't have a lot of testicular support back then. This is right. called the sword report, by the way. Right. <laughs> 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 Um, reporting about Gus's sword, but mm -hmm. it uh, yeah, we cut we cut right to the Battle of Doldry. Doldry is kind of like a Helm's Deep esque sort of place where it is uh, a fortress in a very well fortified position, has great visibility. It's kind of up in yeah. these hills at the base of these hills. Minimal um, entry points. Yes, um, there's a river kind of you know uh, in the in the surrounding the field in front of it, um, meaning that they can really control the um on any oncoming troops because they have to cross this river also if the if the troops get over they can't really retreat very easily and so what was uh, that what was that lord of the rings was it helm's deep or was that a different thing the one where they're all like oh we're gonna die at this place because it's so well fortified but like they have a billion people like yeah what, that's was that, that was helm's deep yeah, yeah that's, helm's that's in the yeah. two towers yeah okay yes that yeah because they have the big fortress outside and then they keep getting broken through to where they're the castle's like in the mountain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar yes. to that. I feel like, and the, you know, the it's, it, you know, that whole movie is them getting the king of the Rohirrim, the king of Rohan to be out from under the control of the worm tail guy or whatever. And then there's a big triumphant moment where the, the Rohirrim or whatever, Do you have know, no power, yeah. um, but uh, also have either of you seen 
it's it's uh sarah and i were obsessed with it for a couple days uh and i think it might have got sent around and twinking off too but there is some video where like some mom is getting interviewed about her her daughter her little like toddler daughter who's blind and because it starts off with like her saying yeah you know when she first lost her sight it was like da 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 and she always just and then like fades out because the little girl is just on this rocking horse like rocking like crazy and it fades out and zooms in and starts just playing the Rohirrim charging <laughs> over the fucking like hill and the music and the little girl you can just see her in the foreground <laughs> I've not seen that I gotta find that instead of yeah. <laughs> die every time I see it but um Anyway, but uh, I, I will say it's in terms of a, a, a popular piece of media, Lord of the Rings memes tend to be the like always have a pretty good track record. Like people, not a lot of people make bad Lord of the Rings memes or like right. funny Lord of the Rings content. So um, I do like the uh, uh, all right, then keep your secrets. Like, you know, yeah. Frodo, it's like whatever, you know, insert whatever thing here. But uh, anyway, another quick uh, side note for <laughs> Lord of the Rings memes. I really like the one where you know how it's uh, where Gandalf and Saruman are fighting and they're kind of just flopping around on the floor. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. someone put like when the old person home forgot to put the wet floor sign on, and it's just, <laughs> just them swirling around right. on the ground. Yeah, because he like spins yeah. Gandalf around like when he's half floating. They get knocked to the yeah. ground, yeah. sliding, <laughs> and then. <laughs> um yeah but doldry very much like a helm's deep style place it was originally uh a midland you know the king of midland who is the king that um uh griffith and and crew uh and many other armies are serving uh they owned this place for a very for hundreds of years um the tudors who they are fighting they took it back about castle that he used to own (laughs) about a hundred years ago and they say that this is kind of a big part of why the hundred years war is even happening is because they took this fortress and they've been holding it very strong for a century. So, yep. um, a thorn in their side. Yes. It is crazy to think like, Oh yeah, my uh, grandfather or great grandfather was fighting this same war <laughs> over the same thing. Like it's fucking nuts. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, a lot of fucking dialogue here in this, again, what I think is, I, it's not that it's bad. This is my personal. I'm always very bored by these like war strategy fucking conversations, but uh, the White Tiger Knights, the guy looks very much like the White Ra- Power Ranger from the Power Ranger series. Um, but the, the head of the White Tiger Knights is like, we already lost, you know, four tenths of our army. And this fucking little femboy is going to fucking fight everyone with uh, his tiny little army. That's it's absurd. And Griffith is like, hey, if you order me to, I'll fucking do it. And so uh, he Griffith finally gets one fucking casual cool bro to be like, hey. If Griffith wants to fucking try this, who cares? Like, it's not going to harm, you know, if he tries it and he fails, I mean, we're back to all out war anyway. And so and technically they're mercenaries. Yes, exactly. So, and and uh, this is um, Sir Laban or Laban. I'm not trying to pronounce it. Laban. Laban <laughs> <laughs> uh, Majoran. But uh, yeah, he and Griffith have a nice little like bro nod, like a respectful little no- uh, nod to each other and acknowledgement. And, um, and, and also weirdly enough, uh, Sir Laban or whatever. And, uh, this other dude with blonde hair that looks very, I don't know. Sir Owen. He looks, he looks like, well, both of them kind of look like they're out of some Arthur, like King Arthur type thing. Sir Owen looks like Rickard's, uh, estranged father. (laughs) Actually kind (laughs) of baby daddy. Uh, No, God, not Rickard's baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, Governor Gannon. Oh no. His job. (laughs) I'll be the boy's baby daddy. (laughs) That's my job. Uh, But uh, I was going to say, it's kind of weird. Like you wouldn't expect these two characters, Laban and Owen to be 
like recurring characters, but they actually do come Recur- back. Recurring characters. <laughs> recurring characters. Rec- yeah. <laughs> um, but they do come back like a lot later in the series. And yeah. you're like, wait, who the fuck is that? Oh yeah. They were in like the first part of the golden age. Yes, or something. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they, they, they're not like some huge pivotal force, but they show up a, a few other times. So. Right. Yeah. Kind of weird, but. Yeah. Also, man, the the cape on that white tire guy, man, oh, yeah. that goes crazy. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. Very exotic for a uh, Western European <laughs> army, and also very honestly lame compared to the right. purple rhino knights. Look at those dudes. Those dudes <laughs> oh, yeah. are like whenever Mira draws them, they just they change the entire like sunlight around the scene. It's just yeah. like this this massive shadowy crazy thing. Even even the dude that's their leader with his mask off looks like he has their armor on. It's the same type of shading. Right. So, uh, um, and yeah, so many like like layers and angles of reflective surfaces on the funky armor too. Like, so Mira, yeah. like it's cool because he puts in this weird fantastical armor, but he like also is like, no, I'm going to ground it and make sure that the lighting reflects it and the shadow and all that yeah. kind of shit. So Very cool. um, I actually think that the standard armor looks even cooler of the standard purple rhino holy purple rhino knights mm. where it's just like the one little horn in the front it's like a very they look like um lord zed from power rangers uh, right like where it's like the little helmet that's very tight fitting and then one so it looks like theirs at least looks kind of realistic uh like they don't all have the fucking nightmare armor that the leader does that the elite does yeah and uh there's actually looks kind of functional which is cool but um anyway yeah the king uh, is like hey you know like, what yeah, yeah, i command you yeah you do it, Drifith. Dr- 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying Drifith. Drifith. Drifith trip. I love pajama. Owen and Lobin uh, are talk- chatting with each other before the battle, and uh, it's this funny little thing where he- where Sir Owen's like, "Hey, we might be in the presence of." The hero of the century <laughs> as Griffith yeah. rides by. Also, I think Sir Owen might be attracted to Griffith. He's like, he sure no, is. Yeah, he says no homo. Soldier. Yeah, he is know. handsome. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the off screen was him saying every sentence I say should have an right. implied no homo yes. after it. Right. And he, then he starts talking. And he does the finger hashtags where he taps the two. Right. right. Both of his index yeah. and middle finger <laughs> together, which very, that like came and went very quickly years ago. <laughs> like, well, we can bring it back. It's our favorite thing. <laughs> to do is bring back things about five years old (laughs) yeah even still it's like it's so strange for me to like hear people saying hashtag this because i'll still hear people say that i'm like no way dude my sister says it every single time i see her oh my gosh when she wants to share a real opinion she goes hashtag that's stupid like she can't just is this your older sister yes she can't just she's out out of touch Yes. Yeah. But even like a, I, I watched actually Darkest Dungeon had a stream like talking about their recent update to their their Darkest Dungeon 2. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a game um, that's fun um, and stuff. And also kind of <laughs> Berserk-ish inspired in a way. Yeah. Because uh, it's gritty. But uh, the, the dude, <laughs> the main guy was like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, like, let's start the show. Hashtag. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> He's a game developer. And now uh-huh. he, he didn't look like super young or anything either. But like, yeah. man, it's it's so strange because even like even young people weren't really saying it that much right. when it was popular. So it was I, don't I have know. a very distinct memory of Steve explaining hashtag because I wasn't on Twitter or anything. And oh, yeah. I, when we were working at the oh, yeah. company. <laughs> It was when Charlie Sheen 
like made it big to say hashtag when, when he said hashtag winning on his yeah, yeah, post. Winning. He yep. went on like a big like drug filled like you know tiger's blood. He like said all this crazy shit and then went and just went hashtag winning all caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there's some, like some sort of meme jokes when it's but it's talking about because that used to be the pound sign. Yes, exactly. And now it's like, and nobody knows that it's the pound sign anymore. Yeah. yeah, pound sign or number sign or whatever. We should start it just hashtag town, and then that's pound town. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good code. I have to explain it to all of my students, too, not pound town. Uh, right. <laughs> it's weird time to mention that. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> I'm showing my kids pound town. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have to tell that to all my students, because in, in music, there's something called a sharp note, yeah. and it oh, literally yes, looks like yeah, a hashtag. Yep. Uh, uh, and yeah, I, I actually have had a couple of students who are like, you mean like a hashtag? And I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're kicked out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Keep sucking and shut up. Um, <laughs> hashtag <pound town. laughs> Speaking of pound town with kids, what uh, we, we do cut to uh, General Gannon's. Oh, yes. Uh, or sorry. No, Casca reveals that General Gannon. So the, the pedophile um, supreme commander of Tudor's Northern Front, General Gannon is the one who is fucking managing the Doldry Fortress. He's fucking... He's fucking and he's managing. Yeah, and uh, and he's managing to fuck as well. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, he's the one that's there. And that actually, like, freaks guts out a little bit. He's like, holy shit, that, of all people, that guy is the one that we're going to go fight against. Um, of course, General Gennon, before we knew his name, uh, was the guy who gave the Band of the Hawk a lot of money um, a few years ago funded his you know for all his war you know chests and things like that for griffith to build his army and in return griffith spent one night of passionate uh gay sex with this man so um and this man still lusts after griffith as we'll see here shortly but um but i filled a hundred jars (laughs) (laughs) and i would walk (laughs) hold on uh we cut to uh adon our, our old pal who got fucked up by guts. Um, and <laughs> apparently he survived the 100 man massacre. Cause, cause guts a little early even says he's like, man, I was swinging my sword so much. I don't even remember what the fuck happened to that guy, <laughs> which is pretty yeah. funny too. Like he doesn't even give a shit about him that much, but, uh, Adon is like, uh, talking about how he's like, yeah, I fuck it. He's bragging about how he played dead, which is <laughs> okay, a, yeah, another, a possum technique. Yeah, another down. ancient Kaborlowitz family technique. Uh, is playing dead (laughs) passed down by the family pet (laughs) uh and his his soldiers are again under their breath they're kind of talking shit on him as he's doing it but um, the peanut gallery is great whenever there is he's talking at some point uh i think it's a little later but (laughs) when one of his guys says uh Lord Adon, that is supremely uncool, or something like that. I was well, like, yeah, that's where it's the goofy talk when he's like trying to get Casca not to kill yes, him. Yeah, They're right. Yeah, all yeah, like, what are you doing? What are you? And then it's just this, yeah, like modern day lingo. It's like, what's happening? <laughs> supremely uncool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, General Boscon cuts off Adon's bragging at his uh, being super lame and weak. Um, and Boscon, like, very skillfully, like, bashes Adon's face to the point that it's like, bleeding and maybe like broke his nose but it's not like it didn't completely fuck him up or something it's very like it like there's some blood around his teeth it's almost like he just sliced his gums or something yeah, he got the sword just to that point and stopped. yeah yeah also you in that shot it looks like that he's he's striking with such swift 
force. Yeah. Like there's like wind coming off of the yes. axe. Yes. And it's like, yeah, it just barely touches him, but yeah. it's mainly that like that force of like, whoom, yeah. And then, yeah, it's like when people use a leaf blower in your ma- mouth. Right. Like yeah. that's a, I mean, like when you play at bars. Yeah. yeah. Or at, you know, like a little girl and she pisses her pants and you leaf blower. Right. Hers, right. You know. <laughs> Something that Steve's <laughs> nephew did. <laughs> and it was like, wait, not exactly it. that. It was totally yeah. innocent. No, it was, it, it, but I mean, that is technically what happened, but, um, we were at a, we were at like a, a barbecue. Well, they were chasing each other around yeah. and, and then the, she the, didn't want to leave the fun. Yes. So he was sh- hitting people, the, the air blower. And then yes. during that chase, she then uh, relieved herself. On she had, yeah, she had a very full blower underwear. They had been playing. Yeah. Like, like, he just, he, he was blowing this leaf blower at these younger kids who are our friends, kids. Mm-hmm. And she had been holding it. Cause little kids are like, no, I don't want to stop playing. So they just hold their yeah. pee and poopy in. And, uh, and it just one time she was like cracking up laughing, but like when ah, like it startled her, <laughs> she went pissed all over the fucking ground. It was really funny, but uh, uh, <laughs> but literally, yeah, it was just funny to see. I'd never seen that series of events in my life where someone took a leaf blower, <laughs> blew it at someone's body, and they pissed their pants. I was like, this has got to be some movie reference that I haven't seen. But <laughs> oh, it was wow, it was real life. It wow. was a def- movie of life, and it is definitely watched frequently. <laughs> I have a projector custom built just for that. Uh, I've, con- I've converted it into an animated GIF that I've converted into a uh, 38 millimeter film. <laughs> Hashtag countdown. Wait. So it's just like a four hour film reel with just those like 17 frames over and over. But oh, that's um, sorry. That, I just realized that's the other show that that actually says hashtag a lot is the fucking boys. The boys. Oh, yes. I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, don't you don't yes. have to. I know they're trying to be super like yeah. meta-y, but even they're supposed the, like, to be they're they're and usually it's like the douchey PR people saying that yes. too. But then to in like in Gen V, if you if anyone's seen that, there's like a couple of the college students who are fucking saying, I'm like, dude, oh, nobody says that. Yeah. Nobody this is supposed to be modern-ish. Yes. Like, don't do that. Man. You can always yeah, it's it's always disappointing when you can tell how old the writers are yeah. that wrote the show and and uh you know, like it's like how in all 80s movies, the kids are all like obsessed with like 50s culture. And it's like, no, it's because you have <laughs> 35, 38 year old writers who grew up in the 50s. And they're, you know, anyway, see uh, also like every Stephen King adaptation because he was obsessed with his growing up in the 50s. Uh, but yeah, Sylvester Boscone comes up. General Boscone looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Oregon, bald Sylvester Stallone. He is this like the, the head of the purple, holy purple rhino knights, purple, holy rhino knights. And uh, they're the most elite force that the Tudor uh, kingdom has. So they've been defending this fortress of Daldry for this hundred years, I guess, or at least, you know, pretty recently and uh, a long tradition of that. And we get inside um, his head a little bit after Governor General Gennon, the pedophile man, says, go and win this fucking battle, Buscon, but do not harm uh general griffith right because he wants bring him to me yes he wants him brought to him unharmed alive uh and uh and this is where buscon's like hey it's not my place to get into i've never had time to get into uh the governor's uh petty vulgar tastes (laughs) he's like i'm just a man (laughs) at arms i'm just here to win uh this battle for whoever fucking tells me to yeah and And um, i win by killing things exactly and kill some things and uh so it is interesting this is the first like elite that we get into his head a little bit i mean adon technically is is just never shuts up right but this is the first time where it's like (laughs) his head is not in his in his head it's outside (laughs) like buscon and actually thinks about things to an extent right like which which you're supposed to be like oh he's actually smarter than your average dumb 
uh, you know, like Adon's brother Solomon or whatever, who's yeah. just a big, you know. And I mean, to be fair, Adon was not that dumb. He's just right. very stupidly weird. <laughs> yes. He's very yeah. overconfident. He's a braggart. Yeah. Um, and usually gets other people to do his dirty work too. But, but it, this um, is this is kind of that situation where it's like the in in uh, there's a lot of Star Wars references today for me. I guess it's the, <laughs> all the Andor. But in in uh, episode two where it's got the little battle droid shooting and then the fucking super battle droid like knocks it out of the way and then oh, starts yeah. shooting. Yeah, <laughs> it's that kind. Of, I feel like it's that kind of metaphor happening here where it's like, hey, Adon was already kind of competent. He's just a little bit weird and was jovial yes. and stuff this shit's getting real now because I am Dwayne the rock Johnson and I have, you know, strength, speed and smarts. Right. Like, and I'm only here to kill. I don't care about saving Griffith's life. Yes. So it's like, Hey, like this character that maybe what something's going to happen to him. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't, we, we, we know he's not gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna die, but, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, also yeah. like a Pascal on a, a vaguely, uh, Italian esque name. And he's a pretty swarthy, looking dude which is pretty rare for right now so most of the elites we've seen have been very like germanic looking or something like that so mm. um blah, blah, blah. uh so the rhino knights are uh in full effect here full trucker effect they are heading out to meet the band of the hawk yep. there's a lot of boss going like hey wow god they only have this many fucking they're fucking idiots they'll never defeat my you know army of forty thousand dudes whatever uh, he's like, whatever, I guess I'll still, let's just all go charge at him and fight. And he, th- so they're playing into, unbeknownst to even us, the reader, like we all, we assume Griffith has a plan like he always does. Right. But we don't really know the plan yet. And also judo says cripes. Yes. This also the part where like uh, guts is like, man, this dust storm's pretty crazy. And Griffith's like, it's part of the plan too. And it's like, that's cool. But it, that is a weird little like deus ex machina thing. Cause we're not really ever told like this plane in front of the fortress has dust storms almost every day at this time like like it would have been yeah. cool to like establish that a little it's like wait 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 you're basing the most critical part of your plan off of weather yeah. <laughs> and hoping that this uh remains at a perfect time so that as we'll find out casca can uh creep into the fortress once they've lured the purple holy rhino knights yeah out. it's that it's that classic uh <laughs> when when the, the main characters are arguing about what the plan should be and then the other guy's like no i have the best plan it's and then it cuts right and then you're like well okay but what the fuck was it <laughs> yeah, at least exactly. give me an outline <laughs> right <laughs> and then they just start doing the scene you're like well i guess i get to guess what the fuck right. they're doing and <laughs> so i guess i that's kind of what they're doing with this yeah. whole dust thing they don't want to yeah, give yeah. away the surprise yeah. that it's costco yeah. they're, do- they're like doing show not tell which theoretically is always better yeah. in a visual medium but uh when you're like oh everything was hanging on if this dust storm fucking <laughs> happened at just the right time like that's kind of lame but but griffith is uh, a force of nature yeah, yeah. he knows and what he's established, doing so he, he got it what do you say steve on. i was joking yeah he knows what he's doing we're confident in it oh, yeah. and hey general gannon he wants but griffith griffith to <laughs> come back so um uh, they all charge. Uh, Gut starts wrecking Phenomenal. shop. He's just cutting. He's and cutting. For <laughs> he's cutting dudes straight in half through their armor. And yep. the, the at least this part of the plan that Boscon finds out pretty quick. He's like, "Oh shit, he's coming right for me. He's just killing dudes and making a straight path to kill me and try to end this battle before it ever really starts." You know, because like for whatever reason, you kill the general and all the soldiers. Are like, wait, what do we do? We're all scared now, and you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Our um, most powerful has fallen, right. and I'm not as as powerful as the purple guy. Right. So yeah. Uh, uh, or as Gerard Butler said, Olympus has fallen, and then he has to save the president in uh, that <laughs> Olympus movie in two Biscuitus. Has fallen. <laughs> uh, yeah, Boscon is quick. He does knock off Guts's helmet, but Guts is uh, has already cut off his rhino helmet's horn. 
which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, and uh, it cuts back to Genin, who is in his very, very <laughs> overtly gay-themed and decorated suite <laughs> at the top of this. It's like, literally, there is a, a pair of statues where a fawn, like a pan-style figure, is like seducing a very beautiful boy who's like playing a pan flute or something. And, uh, and there's always like a little kid like pouring, uh, pouring water or wine or whatever yeah, it is. So the way that Genin holds his cup to yikes. That, yes, I, I don't yes. know why that's so it's unnerving. <laughs> like nobody should ever hold their cup yes. like that. Please. Again, mouth play all the stuff with the mouth. It's very strange, but, um, uh, but Genin demands to be suited up here and take personal command of the battlefield because, He's basically saying, wait, Boscone, he's going too hard on the band of the hawk. I got to get down there and make sure he doesn't kill my my beautiful boy that I want to bang. Yes. And uh, and I'm not exaggerating at all. It's literally he's like he's like he might get Griffith hurt. Um, yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't feel like he can trust Boscone to uh, prioritize his uh, lustful needs. So um, uh, the band of the hawk like guts goes, hey, this would be a good time. Right, Griffith. And they uh, retreat back to headquarters. Of course, the perpy hol- per- the perpy holor Reiner Knights, <laughs> uh, the Rob Reiner Knights, uh, which is funny because Getting kind of looks like Rob Reiner. But um, do you know who Rob Reiner is? No. Director of uh, famous films such as North, starring <laughs> Elijah Wood. But most people would know Rob Reiner from The Princess Bride, being the director oh, okay. of that yes. movie. But I, I know. Um, but. Uh, uh, I think also of Toys, the Robin Williams movie, which very big bomb movie. Very big bomb. Um, but yeah, Gannon shows up. He's in He's in this like um, almost like Alexander the Great style armor, like old Greek Roman style armor and uh, custom made for his gut and everything. He comes out on like a little horse or cart or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's immediately negging on Boscon and, um, and says, hey, I'm taking control. Anyone... Uh, who, whoever the man is that captures Griffith alive will get a double promotion and basically name your price, your unlimited wealth, basically name whatever your yeah. price is. So yeah. Boscon's like, hey, what the fuck, man? You can't just do it. And he's like, he's like, what is it? What about military discipline? Yeah. <laughs> and Gennon's like, uh, shut the fuck. He fucking screams at him. Boscon! Yeah, yeah, and tells him to shut up. And, um, and he says, get all of your fucking men and go out there and pursue them, right? So, and that's also, this is playing into Griffith's plan as well of right. leaving the fortress relatively with a skeleton crew. Now, do you think Griffith knows what the King is thinking and he knows he'll be pursued? Like he'll override him. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Cause I thought the same thing. I'm pretty sure that he, he knows how, cause I'm sure Gennon fucking had many nice things to say about him when he left that morning. He he knows if yes. And letters and whatever, God knows what, but um, knows he's madly in love with him. Right. And won't hurt him. The yes. fact that this was able to like fund a huge portion of Griffith's army, right? Like also yeah. he, he's like, Oh yeah, well this guy definitely wants it. Yeah. So um, yeah. I do like this line from Griffith where he says, lay down your lives. There's no other chance for survival, but if we do survive, we will stand victorious. Like that theme comes up a little later from guts Two of like, if I don't completely go all out to the point where I could die, then there's no chance I'll succeed, which is a very kind of like, scary point i think i made a note i was like oh this is like good for like when ryan here uh his last name is here uh (laughs) when ryan uh was like it still comes up sometimes when he first started training uh in our renaissance martial arts uh, study group uh because it was a problem that i had as well it was like analytically overthinking and trying too hard instead of just doing the thing 
And uh, so it reminded me, it was like, like where you, you will still say a lot, if you're getting like stumped on something, you're like, just, just be okay dying. Just die. Just die. Just get killed and just go all yeah. out and like stop trying to control everything and just do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it works or like the thing, you know, the engagement works or whatever technique we're learning or whatever. The, the most you successes know. I've had in like Arma sword stuff and dagger stuff has been when I'm just like, I want to die. Yeah, and then it like, in. it works immediately. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, it tricks your brain into thinking, okay, just fucking do it. And it, it'll, right. it'll happen. Cause I mean, that's otherwise you get in the realm of why people will make fun of martial arts, which is that, Oh, these two guys are just doing this very controlled kind of slow, soft planned out things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you can't, if you want to really learn anything, uh practical right like you have to do it at speed right yeah but also try not to like stab your partner's eye out or something like that so um but uh but yeah it it reminded me of that a lot whereas and and because it's repeated here by griffith and guts um i thought it was interesting like mira is saying like hey when go when when shit gets real you have to get real with it you cannot think about it you just have to do and kind of let your body take over so hmm. um and i don't know if this is only in the uh deluxe version but it, I, I doubt it the next uh panel of like the full page yeah where yeah. guts is like brushing his teeth at mach 10 right. <laughs> he's just rapidly right. approaching the enemy <laughs> polishing those pearly whites yeah and uh, it's, it's a really cool picture. But yeah, it's super cool. Like very demonic uh, artwork of him. It's almost like he's changing into Zod. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of that. Because it was there was a, an opening shot of Zod in almost the exact same uh, left-facing pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an opening to a chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because uh, and then the the two pager after that. Oh my gosh! It's so cool. It's it's almost like Mira drew this big like charging battle shot as like a photo negative. Like it's weird. Like everything yeah. is like the opposite of how it should be shaded or, or high lit highlighted. It reminds um, me of those like people who like do quick draws for, for views on, um, you know, social medias and they oh, like yeah, do it yeah. all in chalk or yes. something, yeah, but like or whatever, on yeah. a black space. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Where the background, the negative space is, mm-hmm. is dark, a uh, dark canvas. But, um, uh, meanwhile, Casca's squad. Now we, now we realize what the dust, uh, storm was for. They have been using the dust cloud for cover to approach the the relatively unprotected uh, fortress of Doldry now. So they're creeping up. The fucking uh, drawbridge and the gate are still open because all the dudes have just run out of there. Um, so they're kind of flanking it and then coming around to the front or wherever this gate is, I guess. Uh, and uh, cool shot of her um yeah. like silhouette where she's kind of like like the dust is clearing and revealing her <laughs> as she's kind of staking out um how they're gonna uh get into the gate there and then she tells him the charge she has like the cool feathers on the back of her helmet too yeah um at first i was like who's this rabbit lady that's uh, <laughs> in the group but uh uh yeah also she... i love the guards uh exchange there because like the yeah. panel of them is like what is it out there and then yeah. the next one is a dude's eye and nose just yeah. super zoomed in i don't know why that struck me as so funny it's, it's just very like, monty it's very monty python and the holy grail like they're just sitting there with like yeah. three dudes running some cannons and that's kind of all that's left but because um, yeah, likely they're kind of the rejects because the dude said yeah. get everyone out there on the battle field that's worth it right which is also why Adon is left behind yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so they rush into the fortress uh Adon uh is looking out from uh uh the kind of window of like a tower or something he has his cool eye patch already and um yeah. he notices he's like is that that fucking chick like he's all you know <laughs> and and then it just cuts to 
the 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 phrase we get it's like the next chapter starts uh and it says uh we see Sha Sha coming in a word bubble from the bottom panel, and then it cuts to a big shot of him. Sha Sha Sharkado, <laughs> like he's morphed into. Yes, yes. his call out. Like yeah, like he's a Power yes. Ranger, and his fucking armor formed around him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like this is like by far, even with the puck stuff early on, but like this is like the most I think sustained goofiness of the series so far right and um yeah lots lots of like as steve was saying lots of funny anime expressions from Casca reacting to him um the shark armor looks insane <laughs> and uh i also want to fact that he has it and it's yeah. not <laughs> like i'm like he got this he got this made or something Suited to like, him yeah. yes <laughs> custom made like they had um, it on the rack ready <laughs> yeah also i like too that like maybe this was all because he he uh is the general for whatever it is the blue whale you know holy emperor yeah, aquatic Knights, center Quad. yeah like this is more like did that. have they always like when when they pull out the big guns that they have this other nautical animal like oh it's not just a whale i'm a shark now like, yeah I'm a, I'm or well, i'm assuming he just has blood. multiple suits right. in line for just when he fucks one up then he's like now i've morphed into this this shape i don't <laughs> yeah. think it's like a better version or something like that yeah. yeah they're just like no he this this is a his status quo like right. this dickhead kind of gets jacked around then we bust out a new armor he has 20 of these just hanging in the closet also the i want to point out that when he says shark adon it's actually not one phrase he's saying shark yes like really loudly yes. and then and pauses screaming. and then says adon like, as if as saying if a, his own name as if just... like a shark that he's imitating pops up out of the water like a pokemon and says shark like just yeah. shark adon and I don't know if this is intentional, but sharks have many teeth and he is missing most of his <laughs> yes, as well. Yes. That is really funny. <laughs> yeah, half of his fucking mouth, uh, which he then um, oh, very no erotically way. sticks his tongue out of uh, pretty quickly here at Kotska out of the tooth, the teeth hole uh, in his mouth. But yeah, he has his eye patch. Uh, he has his new freak armor on. And uh, Casca calls his bullshit, you know, because it, it, uh, he has a bunch of blue whale knights that are still, I guess, loyal to him. Yeah. And he calls them out. And he says, on my pride as an imperial aristocrat, you will be my plaything. Dawa! Like, I don't know what D-O-W-A-H-H-H-H means. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like just, Dwah! Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yes. But usually, like, I would, like, they usually draw those differently, like those exclamations. And he just, he just casually almost says, Dawa! <laughs> yeah. um, but I yeah. think you're right, Steve. Like, like, he just, like, mm-hmm. starts charging. Just, like, weird noises <laughs> like, because he has, like, half a mouth. Yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, I was trying to picture, like, how would he sound. You'd yeah. think he'd have, like, a lisp or something, you know, with, the, with that many teeth. Yeah, he's actually thing, doing but, pretty yeah. well for himself. A deep whistle. <laughs> yeah, like the gopher from uh, Winnie the Pooh or something. <laughs> Listen, uh, <laughs> these must be allowed to live your life. Uh, back to the main battle. Really great artwork here. It's it's like it's super detailed, despite d- d- like portraying a mess, just like a crazy dynamic. Like you can look at each of the engagements happening with like the couple dozen soldiers in that scene, and they're all doing like very specific, you know, attacks, counters, defenses, whatever. And um, Griffith is uh, cutting off limbs with his dumb saber that I hate. And uh, Guts is doing his thing. He is, um, you know, like, he, we don't know this. We only know it because the the purple holy rhino knights are like, wait, this fucking crazy big fighter is uh, protecting Griffith from us getting him, right? And so 
Uh, Bloodstone approaches Guts uh, to attack him, but Guts immediately counters and cuts off his left shoulder spike, the left, the horn on, uh, because he has asymmetric horns too, like his, the horn on his left shoulder is um, bigger as, as if the rhino is two-dimensional, like like horizontal or perpendicular to him, as opposed to like Adon's shark, who it's like he's supposed to be in the shark's mouth basically right so yeah but um, but leaves the horse's horns intact because yes. he ain't got nothing against the horse right exactly <laughs> which is actually funny i, I was reading uh i started picking up uh, vagabond again which is mm-hmm. uh, a really good uh, manga about samurai yeah. philosophical stuff and there was some master who was just kind of calling enemies out to the battlefield to fight his his students for fun mm-hmm. and then like the general of the opposing army comes up and then he's like, get off your horse. Like as if it's like some sort of like ego thing. But then he's like, he's like, I have nothing against the horse. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, now that I think about it, I got nothing against you. Get out of here. And then the general like runs off. <laughs> it's like, it's this great exchange, but yeah, it reminded me of like, he's, he's not harming the horse yeah. at least for now. It's like so. almost fourth wall breaking. That's yeah. funny. Uh, but um it's also funny. Some of the other soldiers, they're commenting on how crazy fast Buscon and Guts's uh, bindings and windings are happening here. And he goes, he goes, if you approach them now, you'd get caught in their blade wind. Yes. <laughs> like, like it would like tons on some poo. Yeah, suck you in or something. Uh, yeah. We cut to Shark Adon. Immediately. Yeah, rolling down. Tumbling down. <laughs> very tall stairs. Uh, assu- you know, assuming that Casca like shoved him down these stairs. And he can't understand why she is so formidable now. He's like, oh, you know, earlier you were fucking pushover. And she says, which is cool. She's kind of like claiming her own, you know, female confidence back where she's like, she's like, I wasn't in top form then. Women have their own set of circumstances. Yeah. It's a very nice way of saying it. Yeah. And uh, then everyone makes fun of her after that. Because you're on your period. Yeah. yeah, he just screamed away. You told me you're on your period. Yeah. It's like, bitch, don't. And I love she's like, don't shout it to yeah. her enemy that's yeah. trying to kill her. Yeah, I was like, crack. Like, I was like, I was truly LOLing. I was just hashtag LOLing. I was, uh, yeah, all the whale knights uh, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, dude, focus on killing things. Like, yeah, I don't know why they decided yeah. to give Costco an eight on this like weird, like Mutt and Jeff fucking, you know, like, um, uh, Laurel and Hardy style relationship here when uh, when he he comes back for his final fight, uh, but she's just you know it's like like don't shut it like shut up you know even though she's yeah. gonna kill him he was yeah. gonna kill her uh, kill and rape her like you know you're gonna be my plaything or whatever yeah just joking about that yeah <laughs> uh, and then cuts back to Rickert in the main battle oh, and also just in these battle oh, yeah. scenes I wanted to mention uh, another like core concept that we have talked about like in our martial arts for like medieval stuff yeah. is like you have to end fights very quickly. You can't get away with dual type fights in a battlefield because in one of these frames, you see like just a bunch of guys piled up and a horse's hoof, like right next. To them. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. not only again, showing there could be dead guys alive, partially yeah. guys, mm-hmm. but like spiked armor yep. foots, the feet, the foots, feet, <laughs> foots that you could trip on all them foots over there. Yeah. <laughs> footsies yeah. uh, uh in the you know, uh, krang and fucking uh, shredder they got foot foots over <laughs> there fighting us here the foot clan yeah and the, and, the, and the hoof is just right there ready to trample you know these yeah. either dead or maybe almost dead bodies it's like you got to be fast and be ready for the next you know atrocity that's gonna happen right so uh, yeah but yeah back to ricker one of my one of my homies yeah uh, uh yeah he uh there you know some people are saying hey we should run and ricker's like no fuck that he's like uh, cause they're backed up against the river and he's like, Hey, if we're going to drown anyway, I'd rather die fighting. 
And then I think it's supposed to be Corcus, who is like I get breaking the fourth wall almost where he's in the midst of fighting a dude. He, he Jim looks at the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Jim from the office. And he's like, whoa, little, little Rickard's flipped out. <laughs> um, I, I, again, I wonder why. I don't know if Miura like not maybe got criticism or if he just felt like he's like, I've just been so serious with this the past few years. I'm just going to like fucking like a goof chapter. Yeah, the mood on this this crazy battle. But um, yeah. and it's also I mean, well, Guts is uh, talking about how like this might be the last time yeah, I see yeah. that banner or I yes. fight for this banner. Yeah. I, it's I think he says that somewhere. And it's like, yeah, I mean, there's this kind of melancholy after the campfire of dreams and that whole casket thing. So I feel like even though this is a very intense battle, there is it's nice to have a little bit of lightheartedness of levity here. yes Yeesh. um and guts is like he's like man this guy is really strong uh, of course has the blood um running over his right eye always a little foreshadowing there but he's like he th- oh, god excuse me he then um realizes he's like wait i fought and held my own against that big monster zod yeah <laughs> uh this guy is nowhere near as you know physically just like like cannot be as strong as him so I should just not be so stressed about fighting this guy, right? And so, which I was like, that is kind of cool that like his confidence springs anew again after being like, wait, I fucking survived like a demon bull man, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, and so this guy is fucking you know piece of cake in comparison. And so, and we're also so used to seeing at least in the Black Swordsman arc, guts being completely unfazed, yes. at least. Uh, mentally and emotionally By against the these massive supernatural things. Yeah. It's like, this is where he gets it. He's like, oh, well, I already fucking defeated so many apostles. Yeah. I don't care about this snake guy. Right, right. Who yeah. the fuck cares? <laughs> I'm going to blast him anyway. I don't yeah. care if he breaks my back in the process. I'm going right? to cut off his foots. Yeah. <laughs> all of his foots. All, all two of them. <laughs> all two. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, cuts back to Casca. She is wrecking Adon. Yeah. Uh, he begs for forgiveness we get a fucking cartoon shot of Casca. She's in disbelief and Puck is drawn flying behind her head. Yep. I um, love it. It's like that kind of a, uh, it's the medieval like fantasy version of like the little ducks and, and stars yes, around the person's yeah, heads. Yeah. But it's like this, Oh, we got to keep it in context. We'll have a Puck flying. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's as if, you know, Puck represents like the emojification of the yes. human face. Right. And he very much does in the, in the, yes. uh, the elf arc of like, this series. Like 98% of the time never has a normal face. It's almost or only, <laughs> yeah, it's only caricatured. But, yeah. um, but anyway, so, uh, and, and this is where when he begs forgiveness, his soldier says, sir, that's incredibly uncool. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Adon is tricking her. Very abrupt end here too. I was like, oh, sh-. I mean, we, we chose where to stop tonight. It was like about a hundred pages of the, the deluxe editions, but yeah. um but uh he's begging for forgiveness says hey it was nothing personal i was just following orders and then he does his um uh resha jinraiha or furious attack of thunderclap bursts uh which is pulling out a crossbow from a secret a secret place and shooting it and so he shoots casca it looks like in her shoulder but also looks like it could be p- pretty close to her he heart he was trying obviously for her heart yeah but and she she seems pretty unfazed um very very gut style moment for her too where she's already trying to pull it out and she that's says, a very guts expression too actually. yes yeah she's that's cool as if like he's rubbed off on her or rubbed off to her into that jar <laughs> um, i'm always the hundredth man but uh uh but yeah, i'm she's... all 100 men <laughs> i learned this couscous some 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 drip <laughs> to perfectly fill a jar 
passed down 800 years from my family. <laughs> I, was, I, was not ex- I was not expecting couscous some some drip. <laughs> couscous syrup some drip. My favorite Mandarin dish. Uh, <laughs> couscous some some drip. Uh, but yeah, this, this chapter and our coverage of this ch- these chapters ends with uh, Casca saying, I've got no time to listen to you laugh any longer, which is a pretty cool line because Adon is always just boisterously fucking laughing, you know, at everything he says. So yes. Um, also, I want to point out like a, a page before the sol- the whale soldiers yeah. have their eyes showing through the dark, which I think is just such a funny oh, thing yeah, to yeah, add. Yeah. Like, because they're supposed to be these stoic, like non-face people, and then yes. all of a sudden it's like they see googly <laughs> eyes inside <Right>. the helmets, which is <laughs> kind of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, the art, the art, really good. Um, and embracing it art really good <laughs> yeah art really good foot draw good too yep, all the foot uh, and uh but like very much embracing it's like the anime manga nature like the tropes like the artistic tropes here um which because it doesn't happen very often uh it's a it's a pretty welcome um change of pace as my wife will criticize me for saying because i tend to say that a lot but uh, mostly with food that's a nice old change of pace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, that is the end of the cover. I mean, this it was a lot of pages, but it was a lot of pages and a lot of dialogue. But as Steve was saying, uh, a lot of the dialogue is just about the action. It wasn't, you know, there isn't as much um, story philosophical. Yeah, exactly. Movement. Yeah, like characterization wasn't really. I mean, I except mean, for the camp, the campfire. Yes, exactly. Yes, campfire dreams was kind of it, and then, um, but but I'll, also the the art reflects the characterization like we were just saying about Casca, like, oh, she, like Mira is drawing Casca in a very guts-esque way and doing a guts-esque action and saying a guts-esque thing, yep. um, showing that he's rubbing off on her too. So, yeah. Um, and to her. Yes. <laughs> uh, what was everyone's favorite line? Oh, geez, there's so many. <laughs> Ryan, you go first. Uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah because like there are like three i honestly kind of was gonna wait for you guys to go so i could choose the one that you guys didn't because mm-hmm. there are like a few good ones yeah there's one from like campfire of dreams there's one uh there's some funny ones that just fucking adon <laughs> says uh there's uh what, what else there was um oh gosh yeah so well anyway i'll, I'll just go with um the one where uh the, ca- the classic one the campfire one where he says uh i believe it's uh, all of the, all of those like flames out there like must are like everyone's dreams yeah. um and i my flame isn't here like when he said right. like my flame doesn't lie in this you know this campfire yeah, essentially yeah. that that kind of hit i was like oh yeah. man like this it's not the fact that he's leaving it's just that like yeah he he's not used to like he came here and he's not used to this nice feeling but yeah. then he starts realizing, well, I mean, I, I was so used to feeling like shit all my life that I've kind of become stagnant here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just letting everyone else's dreams become a reality, which are great. Yeah. And he recognizes that, but no, like I, I have to move on. I have to find something for myself. That's more than just this sword. Yeah. Being, but I know this sword will be part of my life. I just have to find more. Right. Being surrounded by more well-rounded human beings that aren't just like walking child machines yeah like like you know he's he's realized oh people people actually tend to have some sort of end goal (laughs) even if it's like smaller end goals that lead to something bigger or at least a next step where he's like ultimately he's like i can't just keep purely living in the present and swinging this sword yeah because like gambino the whole time is like 
hey, Guts, your end goal, fight good on the battlefield right. with your sword. And he's there now. He's yeah. able to, he even fought a fucking demon, right? Yeah. And now he realizes, wait, what the fuck? What am I doing? Right. Like, these are nice people, but like, I got to make something for myself. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um, that line was great for me. Steve. Uh, I mean, it was the goofy one. So as you called out, sir, that was credible, incredibly incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that like i don't think i'll ever forget that, that was incredibly uncool so permission to roast you yeah there was a few it was like hey she's on your period and then like that one i'm like reading like what in the hell is happening do I? <laughs> yeah i want to pick like if i would i'd love to pick like shasha Sha, shark or whatever but yeah um, shark ain't on yeah. but uh <laughs> i'm actually gonna go with um not the Griffith line. That would be like my second choice mm. uh, about. Yeah, there know, was the Griffith line too. Like lay down. Like the only way to survive is to lay down your life is a really cool thing, and I do like that. But I actually was like so pleasantly surprised, and just because you know, you know, we're starved for it. Some characterization of Rickert for, but him saying like he's a fucking like ten year, eleven year old kid, and he's like, I'd rather die if we're gonna drown anyway. I'd rather die fighting, which is like there's like. Not even just like, hey, I'd rather die fighting instead of run away. It's like, no, if I'm going to drown anyway, <laughs> bro is a badass. Right? I'd rather die. It's cool. <laughs> I like try to be killing guys while I'm drowning to death too. Or, yeah, you know, getting stabbed, drowning, you know, whatever. But and it's said, um, and he's not even drawn in this kind of like gritty expression. He's no. in the most innocent possible Rickert face ever, and yeah. he's saying that shit. It's yes. like, oh my god. Yeah, he is. The, he has the big, you know, little kid puppy dog eyes from anime, right? Like he's he's adorable. Come on, guys, kid. let's go fuck him up. Right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to start my own jar someday soon. <laughs> just like Griffith. Yeah. I'm just spitting in one for me. <laughs> but I'll be able to produce the real stuff yeah. someday. <laughs> but maybe nobody will even know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, of course, he has a weird thing where he just comes in his own mouth and spits that in there. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and and then it, as that's tripping, I just looks at the camera and goes, I'm bigger than my dad. I think my stepsister was stuck in the washing machine again. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the previous episode where it's like the fucking under the sea theme that I just randomly started just saying after yes. everything. And then oh, this yeah. one's just the jaw. Yep. And Welcome then the podcast, yes, I brought it back under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh yep. Sebastian is always in our hearts. Yes. Um, Sebastian Boscone. <laughs> no. Sebastian yeah. Maniscalc. Star of the new HBO Max show Bookie <laughs> or The Bookie or something. Uh, Sword Report. We already kind of talked about it um, in this, but uh, but yeah, that that kind. I mean, this could go for any. This could go for any sport, any martial art, any whatever. But yeah, if you're, I mean, every there's been so many movies where it's just like, hey, you got to lay it all out there, right? You can't you can't be, you know. Yes, you have to technically know how to do these things, but. Um, uh, as the great Morpheus once said, uh, uh, there is no try do or do not. No, that was Yoda. But, uh, <laughs> uh no, he said, Morpheus said, quit trying to hit me and hit me, which yeah, is kind yeah. of the same encapsulation of it too. Yeah. Um, you know, commenting that like, you know, when, when, uh, Neo first, you know, learn gets uploaded Kung Fu or what all these styles of Kung Fu in his brain. Um, I know Kung Fu. He's going <laughs> through the motions, but not actually having the aggressiveness um, not aggression, but aggressive. Right. That comes with the training to get to that point. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Griffith Observatory. What did Griffith do wrong? What did he write in this chapter? If anything, um, I actually wanted to mention, so that that uh, that panel that we talked about before where he looks like a phoenix, mm-hmm. um, like Steve was saying, uh, 
I was thinking at that point, I'm like, well, he actually kind of hasn't done much wrong so far. Like, mm. technically. Hashtag Griffith. Or know. that we know of. It, <laughs> that you know, we who know. knows what his secret dealings are. Like, as, as much as anyone in a dark fantasy thing cannot do, like, stuff wrong, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like he hasn't done a lot wrong. But in that thing, it was such a stark contrast of, like, yeah, but he, something's going to fucking happen. Like, right. the, it's just always reminding us because... You know, we're so focused on, oh, like, is Griffith going to get there? Is he going to have that ambition to carry him to become like an emperor or of the kingdom or something? Yeah. Like, is he going to achieve his dream? Uh, you know, the whole campfire of dreams thing, talking about the bonfire of Griffith. Right. But like this bonfire, it's like it shifts tone to like, oh, bonfire. Like, no, not of like a warm bonfire that Guts is warming himself with. No, a bonfire that's going to like consume all of the other dreams. Right, right. Uh, until there's like nothing but his own. Right. Uh, which is it, Griffith gave kind of a mini speech like that. I think back when they were uh, getting all wet and uh, oh, yeah. buckety. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> that's what I was kind of observing this. Yeah. This I, chapter. I, I pictured it as a bonfire. And it, of course, because I know generally what happens with Griffith, but like picturing it as a bonfire that are, is having like the bodies of his enemies thrown onto the pyre right? and you know? his allies. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and maybe that's maybe maybe that's why guts was being grim and somber is like you know hey when someone becomes a king everything is at their whim and that's a little mm-hmm. scary right yeah. um i will say uh i kind of knew this anyway but like the like at least like griffith doesn't hang back he is like the they call out that he is the part, the head of the vanguard, right? The for, the initial force that always charges in, yeah, uh, and who usually take the most casualties in formations like this. And so, I was like, at least, I mean, I knew that, but at least that's cool. He's not one of those dickheads that's just fucking hanging yeah, back, and brain. And, yeah, and, and letting everyone take a bunch of you know arrow bolts and cannonballs and stuff like that. His, so his character initially seems like that kind of character too, right. because it's like, oh well, he's the brains behind yes. the operation. He of course would be in the back. No, he right. he just goes in, right. Yeah. And just like Genin wants to go in his back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and he strategically let him there and is in strategically inviting him back. I still have your jar. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was leaning in for a, a, a Genin so short you could call him Genondorf. Right. <laughs> but, you know, but uh anyway. Griffith's moving gonna on. Feel, Griffith's gonna feel that Genin impact. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Steve. Boy. Uh, yeah, he's batting 10 out of 10 strategic plans all coming together. So yeah, I yeah, think he's doing that this, right again. Yeah. I don't know what would have happened if that dust storm hadn't have, you know, done what it did, but uh, he probably sent Rickard in. He right. sent the big guns in and well, Rickard would start <laughs> wreaking well, havoc. And also like, I feel like, I mean, I guess you couldn't because they did establish that the fortress has complete visibility, um, yes. around it. And so, but like, I don't know. You could have done the same kind of thing, but had um, Casca and crew like, you know, breathing through straws in the river or something you know, like <laughs> yeah. underwater yeah. or something like it would have been a little more reliable than a dust storm. I like uh, that you're percent the dust storm. Work. <laughs> it's just it, not it, reliable. It, it, <laughs> but if the winds don't pick up, yeah. hey, it yeah. all worked out. That's all that matters. <laughs> Which member of the Hawk is the weatherman? Right. Which one is telling him this stuff? The meteorologist. Yeah. Um, who does Rickert need to slap the most in this chapter? Who annoyed everyone the most besides 
It could be Puck's ass again this time because he did fly by, but I think he was supposed to be. Well, Casca did get slapped in the ass. Oh, that's like, that's hey, that's the perfect. Rickard one. needs to get in on the action. Actually, yeah. wasn't there wasn't Full there hand. some like random hey, form a line? Wasn't there some <laughs> random band of the hawk member that was like me too, Jet or Captain or something? Oh yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the little peanut yeah. gallery again. Yep. Like when she gets slapped, or like when she's like, yeah, that was that was fun. Yes. Also, <laughs> it, I mean, it also very much like male gaze e uh where it's like guts could have just pushed her back but instead he had to smack her ass <laughs> super hard to get yeah. her to go into griffiths uh or very very uh like fun little toxic male version of just shoving someone into their crushes you know arms so now guts has been watching a lot of uh baseball that's it he, yeah, he like exactly. you know, slap ass yes. that's a common thing uh, and, or uh, as uh i mean I, I don't think he did but as steve is very uh used to but back in the, the um uh sport wrestling world of checking the oil of your opponent yeah. meaning sticking your fingertip into their asshole yeah you gotta prod them a little bit never you gotta uh, perform I mean, the maneuver had it performed semi once to me and it was very uncomfortable it's life-changing <laughs> yeah i filled the whole jar right after <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the scene in uh American Pie where Stifler learns about prostate orgasms. It just like that was just on. I converted it to a 38 millimeter, you know, uh projector, just like the animated gif of whatever I said before. And now I can't of, of the yeah, the little girl getting peeing her pants after getting the um uh leaf blower blown at her. <laughs> Such a random <laughs> combination of events. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um I think that is Oh well, well, did I skip anyone? Yeah, uh, for did you what did you say you wanted uh, slapped? Oh, sorry. Uh, my my widow penis. <laughs> Gonna widow away. Uh, no. Uh, hmm. I mean, Adon's the easy answer for sure. I'm gonna go with Shark Adon, not just mm. Adon. I'm going with Shark uh, Adon. I think because he did kind of get you know figuratively slapped. Uh, but uh, oh yeah, he got clapped and uh, slapped. <laughs> um, I am going to say the uh the foot the soldier <laughs> the soldier that was hanging out in Genon's suite and who got his um uh got his bodyguard crew ready and his fucking armor and all oh, that yeah. stuff too you know it's like come on bro um i don't know it was it was just going to be you know Casca's butt but uh, that seems you can just say what you're thinking <laughs> no, it's fine no. um got a fatter <laughs> Anyway, also, I mean, also again, knowing, knowing what happens <laughs> later, it's like I'm, I'm trying to really like absorb every panel of Casca because we get so long where she's very different. You know, literally decades where she is different <laughs> after something. But I'm trying to really them. hold on to uh, hold it in, hold on to the night. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Let's say goodbye to everyone as we always do with this music playing and this volume with my voice doing this kind of Casey Kasem-esque sort of thing. Um, little did, uh, people don't know, I was the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. Uh, was he? Yeah, he was. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, thank you as always for listening to the show. Subscribe to the show. Follow the show. Uh, and that helps us uh, in the old algorithm get found by more people. Same goes for reviews and ratings. Give us those five star ratings and reviews. Uh, follow us on Instagram at No Guts No Glory PC. 
Uh, check out me and Steve's other podcast, Probing Ancient Aliens, now uh, probing Gaia uh, in the interim, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, lots of shows on that same Probing Ancient Aliens feed, uh, available on all the same podcast services No Guts No Glory is. And you can check out our Patreon for that other podcast at patreon.com slash probingancientaliens. Uh, other than that, make sure and subscribe to twitch.tv slash probingancientaliens so you get that little notification for when we go live every Monday night. Every other Monday night. Um, I mean, technically we do because we do two different shows on the same feed, but yeah. Um, Yeah, we will see you in two weeks' time with the completion of the Battle for Doldry. And then things start getting a little little spicier. Oh, yeah. Before. Uh, Other than that, Ganon is at at the very least. Bye. 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 Bye.